Welcome to the Doing Jewish Podcast. Here we discuss Jewish practices, Jewish traditions, and Jewish customs. We will discuss and go through various different things that many Jews do. If you find yourself familiar with some of the things that we that we discuss, um, I hope you learn something new. I'm sure you will. If you learn something new, or shall I say, if you learn about a new practice, my, my hope is that you're inspired to incorporate some new Jewish practices into your life. My name is Avi Farkas, and this week we will be talking about making Kiddush, making Kiddush on Friday night. On Friday evening, just before sundown, before the beginning of Shabbos, before the beginning of Shabbat, we light Shabbos candles. We discussed in the last episode how lighting the Shabbos candles is inviting God into our homes. Candlelight, um, candlelight is usually something that's not it's not brightly illuminated. Things are a little dim, and you have to be close to somebody to see them. It's a it, it brings people closer together. When we make kiddush, so we make kiddush traditionally after sundown. Shabbos already begins, and when we make kiddush. What we're doing is something even greater than inviting God into our home. We lift up a cup, we lift up a glass of wine, and we proclaim God's how God created the world in six days, and he rested on the seventh day. We say the the, the verses from the from Genesis, God completed the world. He completed the universe, he completed the creation of the universe. And what we're saying is, is that, yes, we're inviting God into our homes, we're inviting God into our Shabbat table, into what we've, what we've prepared for Shabbos. However, we also need to recognize that everything that we see, everything that we know to exist is really God's. Because God created it. God created everything. He created everything that we know. So when we raise the glass, we say, God, we're here. We made this. We this is our home. This is my family. This is my Shabbat table. But really, we know that everything really belongs to you. <coughs> and that's the message of Kiddush. So, if you can imagine for a minute that you are sitting in your office or you're sitting in your living room, you get a phone call, and it is the president of the United States. And he calls. He, he's calling you because he has an issue with voters. He has a certain um, group of voters that he feels like he's completely disconnected with. He really wants to get to know them better. And this group of voters happens to be your community, people that you associate yourself with. Yourself with. And he wants you to help him. He wants you to make a reception. And he's gonna. He himself, the president of the United States himself, is gonna come to this reception in his honor, and he's gonna be able to mingle with with the community, you know, create relationships, get to know people. And that was his plan. And you say, great, let me get to work. So you start thinking about what you're going to do when you get, you know, this overwhelming feeling of anxiety and, and just being overwhelmed about not knowing what to do. And also you get another phone call. And this is the manager of, you know, the, the events planner of the White House. And he says, I got this, don't worry about it. I'm gonna give you a full itemized list, exactly what you need to do. And then you just have to follow the list and then 
everything's gonna be fine. He says you gotta find the caterer, you have to find uh, a hall, a venue, you have to find, you, know, you have to get a, uh, a designer, and, uh, someone, someone to take care of the decor. And he starts giving you a whole list of things, the flowers and the tablecloths and um, everything is, you know, he's telling you everything that you need to do. And you start making phone calls. And then as you start making these phone calls, you're like, you know, you're like looking at the price and how, you know, the, the dollar is getting higher and higher and everything's piling up and piling up. It's starting to cost more and more and more money. And you're like, okay, this is a lot of money. I don't know if I can afford this, but you know, I have a task, I have a mission. The president wants me to run this event, so I'm gonna do it. And you start, you know, plowing through, you push through, you make more phone calls. And there's a certain point where that number, that dollar amount is just way too big. You will never recover from this ever. And you just simply can't do it. So you call up, you call up the, this, the coordinator back on the White House and you tell him, I'm so sorry, I can't host the event. And he says, what, what do you mean you can't host the event? You don't not host an event that the president of the United States asks you to host. And he says, I, I, I can't, I can't do it. I'm looking at the numbers and it just it doesn't match up. I cannot afford it, at which point the coordinator pauses for a second, wait a second, and he starts laughing. And he says, you thought you were paying for the event? You're not paying for the event. No one wants you to pay for the event. We, this is the president of the United States. We can pay for the event. What we need you to do is take care of the details. What we need you to do is to make sure that your community is comfortable at the event that the food is the right food that they would be willing to eat, that the people that are going to be there are going to be the people that, are, that they're going to feel, feel comfortable with. What we need you to do as a leader of your community and as an influential person in your community is to bring the right people together and to make sure that the venue and that the event is fitting for the, for the crowd. When it comes to paying for the event, that we're good. That, that, we, that, will, that will cover gladly. We don't need you to pay for the event. Shabbos is essentially the same thing. God is, is, we are inviting God to our home, but really it's God's home. Really everything belongs to God. Really everything that we have in this world is part of, part of God's world. And when we, when God says, make a, make a, celebrate Shabbat, celebrate Shabbos, make a festive meal, and get together with your family and you know dress you know bathe yourselves groom yourselves get yourselves dressed in nice clothes put a tablecloth on the table and set the table with nice elegant dinnerware and prepare a nice meal what god is telling us is we i want you to prepare something i want you to prepare a reception for me but before you get too excited about all the things that you did I want you to remember that everything is really mine. Everything really belongs to me. So yes, it's your family. Yes, it's your table. Yes, everything is, is yours, but only because I gave it to you. And that's what we remind ourselves and we remember when we make Kiddush. So we raise up this glass and the feeling that we're supposed to have when we raise up the Kiddush cup is a feeling of gratefulness, of gratitude to God who, number one, created the world 
created us and gave us life. And then number two, God gave us as the Jewish people, the chosen nation. He gave us the ability to sanctify his name, to do the commandments, to fulfill the mitzvot in the beginning of Kiddush. We see the verses, where we testify to God's creating of the world in six days and resting on the seventh day, Shabbos, Shabbat. At the end of Kiddush, the climax of Kiddush, we say, We say, God, you chose us from all the nations. And therefore, you gave us the Holy Sabbath, the Holy Shabbat, with love. And therefore, on Shabbos, Shabbos is the appropriate day, being that Shabbos is the culmination of the creation of the world. Shabbos is the appropriate day to recognize God's creation of the world and to recognize God choosing us, the Jewish people, as his chosen nation. So how do we make Kiddush? What's the proper way to make Kiddush? So for the first thing that's important to know is that it's appropriate to make Kiddush using a proper cup, using a, a Kiddush cup. Many people have the custom to use a designated Kiddush cup, even though any nice cup can be used. A Kiddush cup is something that many, many, many Jewish homes have. And if you don't, it could be purchased in any Judaica store, one of the classic Jewish items um, that can be found. It's a cup that's designated to be used for the Kiddush. There is a tradition to specifically use a Kiddush cup that is made out of silver to further beautify this mitzvah, this, this um, the blessing of Kiddush. The cup should be complete, should be whole, it should not be broken, it should not be broken, even if it's even if it's broken in a way that does not impede in its function. For example, if the stem is broken or there's a crack in the bottom that does not affect it, it still should not be used because that's not a cup that's worthy of being used at a festive meal. Kiddush is supposed to be made, ideally should be made on wine because wine in Jewish tradition is something that gladdens the heart and it helps us bring out this emotion of gratitude to our life and to our being Jewish and traditionally we use wine. However, people who are sensitive to wine for whatever reason may use grape juice. Grape juice is just as good. However, if you can drink wine, then you should make a special effort to make Kiddush on wine. But both wine or grape juice has the same blessing, the blessing of Boi Priyagafen, blessing of the fruit of the vine, which is the grape. And since both wine and grape juice are made out of grapes, they both have the same blessing. And therefore, either of them can be used. If you've enjoyed my classes, please subscribe to my channel so that many other people can enjoy these classes just as you did.